Hello ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Philosopher's Pebble. Today's episode is everything movies, so grab some popcorn and a drink, and let's hop into it. Our first segment of the episode is going to be hosted by Sterling and Robert, as they civilly discuss the original Top Gun versus Top Gun Maverick. Hi, I'm Robert, and I'm, and I'm here to talk to you about the original Top Gun. The original Top Gun is set during the Cold War in the 1980s, and in the movie, the main aircraft we get to see is the F-14, which is a very well-known aircraft. The main characters we follow are Maverick and Goose, and we follow them throughout the entire movie. My favorite parts of the movie are the, the seeing the F-14s, and yeah, there isn't really much to say about it because it's clearly the best movie, you know, yeah, everyone should know that. Some of the music and the new one's good, but it's clearly the best movie. So, yeah. Hi, everybody. My name is Sterling Rankin, and I am contradicting what Robert has just tried to prove to you. I think that the Top Gun Maverick is better than the original Top Gun. What I like about the movie is that uh, they they had a lot of really good action. I yeah, I like the action in it. It the first one has pretty good action too, but I just like the storyline of the second one more. And I enjoyed seeing the aircraft and watching the pilots fl- fly the planes. I thought that was those are always cool to watch those parts. And my favorite plane was the F-18. They they don't really have many other planes. Well, kind of, but not really. But yeah, that's my favorite one. And um, Maverick is obviously my favorite character. I enjoy uh, watching um, Tom Cruise movies. He's pretty cool to watch. Right, Robert? Oh, he disagrees. Oh. Oh, but he thinks that the first movie's better. Oh, hmm, that's an interesting fact. Okay. Uh, it's also, it's it's always been a classic fun movie to watch. I think it's great for people who are older than uh, 13 probably because there is some language. I mean, not as much as the first one. That That's one of the reasons that I like it more than the other one. But, yeah, it does have some some language. But it, otherwise, it's a pretty good movie. My favorite parts was uh, the beginning when Maverick goes like over Mach 10 in the jet and then when Maverick learns that he has to help train the pilots that was a funny part uh, when Maverick doesn't listen to the commander and steals a plane to prove that the pilots or to the pilots that it's possible to complete the assigned mission and to make it home alive and then the the mission when they have to attack the base and then when Rooster saves Maverick and they get in disagreements, that, that was a funny part uh, in the forest. Yeah, when the planes crashed. Uh, but what I what I didn't like is, like I said earlier, um, <coughs> they could they don't need to use inappropriate language. But I mean, it 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 wasn't as bad as the first one. The first one had quite a bit more. Uh, and then and conclusion, this was a very exciting movie that I would encourage you all to watch.
Thank you for listening. Now, this segment actually took a couple takes to record, mainly because Sterling wouldn't stop screaming and clipping out the audio recording. Let me just give you a quick snippet of the original recording. Now, be warned, the following clip is extremely, extremely loud. If you're listening with headphones, speakers, AirPods, or even those fancy sunglasses with speakers in the sides, turn your audio down now. No, Robert! Don't hurt me! I, um, I can't hear anything. I, I think I've gone completely deaf after that. <clears throat> well, I guess right now would be a good time to roll a shot on the streets. So enjoy, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, I swear, stop looking at me right now. Get out of the way. I'm recording a bit, okay? Anyways. So basically, I'm here today on the podcast and I am doing an interview on myself since a lot of people have heard me talk about others and interview others but I've never interviewed myself before so we're gonna do that the greatest challenge of all time also while fenting off a Matt who is currently trying to attack me get out of here stop it I swear stop anyways uh yeah so I and the greatest human being of all time. You may be asking, why are you the greatest human of all time? Well, it's because of my superior intellect. See, my IQ is higher than you. That is the word on the street. And not just the word on the street, the thought in my mind. And because it exists in my mind, it exists in the world. I have that high intellect. And yes, that does sound narcissistic. But you know what? I have that right as the greatest person in the entire world. That's me, the greatest and latest and Matt hatest person. Amen. My name is Audrey Guerra, and I will be reading a Mad Lib today. This is called Carve the Year. It's all here, the all-new Rankin. The most luxurious mystical tree you'll ever drive. The only four-door Gatorade that comes equipped with dual air dogs, power cars, and contoured plush leather phones. And believe it or not, it is the only car in its class that can go up... <laughs> and believe it or not, it is the only car in its class that can go up to $100,000 without needing a lemonade change or a golf cart tune-up. Run, do not goofy, to your nearest Rankin dealer and feast your feet on the car that Motor Wizard Magazine calls the hairy Hawaii of the year. As always, we save the best for last. So when you see the sticker price, you are sure to shout G. Willikers. My name's Audrey Guerra, and we did a similar Mad Lip bit like a couple of segments ago where we just like we have to read a mad lib completely seriously like a ridiculous mad lib well i upped my game from before and i found out that you could do mad libs replacing song lyrics so i found part of your world from the little mermaid and i'm going to be mad libbing that 
Look at this Xbox, isn't it neat? Wouldn't you think my collection's complete? Wouldn't you think I'm the blender? The blender who has everything? Look at this bison, treasures untold. How many wonders can one doorknob hold? Wiggling around here, you'd think, sure, she's got everything. I've got cantaloupes and crowds aplenty. I've got who's-its and what's-it galore. Your time thingamabobs? I've got 221 over 437. But who cares? No heavy deal. I badger more. I want to see where the lives are. I want to see. Want to see them consoling. Walking on them. What do you call them? Oh, feet. Faking your fins. You don't get too far. Legs are required for revoking. Dancing. Strolling around the... What's that word again? Sister. Upward meals. Pat. Upward meals. Run. Upward meals. Stay all day in the sun. Wandering three. Wish I could be part of that horse. What would I give if I could live out of these fire extinguishers? What would I pay to spend a day warm on the sand? Betcha on El Salvador they understand. Bet they don't reprimand their salaries. Bright young woman, sick of imagining, ready to stand. Ask them to know what the sister-in-law knows. Ask them ratty questions and get some answers. What's a weather and why does it... What's the word? Cabaltate? When's it my turn? Wouldn't I sell? Sell to explore that wife up above. Out of international hypothesis, which copy could be pronouns of that crevice? I'm done. And that's why peanut butter is my favorite flavor of gum. Oh, is it? Are we recording? <laughs> okay, okay. Um, that was the point, Robert. <laughs> Anyways, my name is Sean, and I reviewed the movie Back to the Future, the original one, and it was extremely cliche. I did not like it. I mean, what could be more cliche than an old man making a flux capacitor? And putting it in a car and, like, taking it to, like, 3,000 years in the future. Shut up. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. Did you watch the movie? No, I did. Okay. I downloaded it off of freemovies.com and I watched the whole thing last night. Okay. All right. Now that we have this very infuriating interruption over with, um, let's go ahead and move on. So he takes it to the year 3000. No. Stop! I know what I'm talking about. Please. Just trust the process, dude. I thought the movie was about the Civil War. Are we done with the interruptions already? He went to the year 3000, and he discovered that aliens took over the Earth. Stop! That's not how it goes! It's called Back to the Future, not Back to the Past. <laughs> Apparently all of these people have been watching the wrong copy of Back to the Future. 
Anyways, they go to the year 3000, find out aliens have secretly destroyed the Earth, and everyone's purple. And they're all Thanos people. They're all Thanos people. And, uh, and so these secret Thanos people are <laughs> living in the rubble of humanity. And they all want to kill Marty McFour. <laughs> and then the old man I'm not going to remember his name so I'll just call him Goober alright so Goober and Marty McFive go So, all right. So, <laughs> so Goober and Marty McFive take their souped-up. <laughs> Stop! No, no. Okay. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. So Marty McFive and Goober, the magician. Take their shopping cart, and <laughs> and they travel. They travel to the last threshold of humanity in the year three thousand, called Greasy Grove. <laughs> and they go there, and they collect mats and get ammo. And then they shoot down all of the aliens, and then take their spaceships and travel back to the year nineteen eighty eight. <laughs> we, no, we can't, we can't do that. All right, so the bleep, <laughs> that bleeped part um, was not very nice. Um, yeah, it, it also didn't happen because, once again, these people uh, are crazy, and they've been watching the wrong version of Back to the Future. Anyways, um, it was probably the second one. They're thinking of the second movie. I didn't watch that one. Anyways, anyways, <coughs> anyways, by the time they got back, they found out that their shopping cart died. One of the, one of the wheels fell off. And, uh, and so they had to go to Target and get a new one. But, but, but unfortunately, uh, once they went to the, the grocery store to get their new shopping cart, they found out that their flub capabitor. <laughs> Stop. I know what I'm talking about. Did you watch the movie? Seriously, did you watch the movie? I bet you didn't, huh? We all watched the movie yeah. without you. Yeah, we watched the right one. Oh. You have the right one. <laughs> no, we watched the wrong one. Anyways, they found out that the flub capabitor was broken and they couldn't use it anymore and that they accidentally changed the future, meaning that the past future was going to be different too. And so they died. The end. Yeah.
Hello, so today we will be doing a movie review on Five Feet Apart. I'm Skylar and this is Madison. Okay, so first question What was the saddest part of the movie? Okay, I have two. So I think the worst was when Poe died, and then also whenever Will gave up his lungs, or whatever he did, whenever he did that. <laughs> okay, um, who was the best character? Poe. He was the best character, I would say. He was, like, really sweet. Okay. What are your feelings on Barb? Do you love her or do you hate her? It's a love-hate relationship. I feel like she really loves the kids, but she's also really strict on them. What was your favorite part of the show? Uh, probably when they had that party. In the cafeteria. For Will, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you believe in the statement that Stella said about that physical touch is usually people's first love language? I definitely do because it's really um, helpful. Like, like even if you, physical touch isn't your love language when you grow up as a child, it most definitely is. You cherish to be held like by your parents and stuff. So, yeah. Okay. Which main character, Stella or Will? Oh, uh, Will. Okay, thank you. <laughs> What's up, Sterling Soldiers? Because we were using sketchy online games in our last segment, where we did math, we're going to do that again with the Magic 8-Ball. Does the Magic 8-Ball actually noticing? I don't know, let's see. Magic 8-Ball, do my parents love me? Cannot predict now. Hmm, interesting. Magic 8-Ball, did I fail my math quiz? That's, that's surprising. <laughs> Magic 8-Ball, will my mom actually deposit my paycheck today? On a roll, I think the Magic 8-Ball likes me. And for our last question, I'm going to ask a big serious one. Will Sean show up to class for more than 20 minutes? <laughs> it's decided, we're doing some more. Will I get dress coded for my shoes again? You may rely on this. Great. And just so you guys know, Mrs. Taggart dress coded me because I was wearing Birkenstocks and Christmas socks. You can cut that, it's fine. Oh. Okay. And what does the last question mean? Ask the Magic 8 Ball what they know about. Magic 8 Ball, do you actually know what you're talking about or are you just lying to me? Lying to my face? So I can start. Yeah, yeah, all right. Everyone be quiet. Welcome to Will's movie quiz show with four contestants, and I kind of know half their names. But that's not the problem here. All right, on to question one. Well, I guess I shouldn't introduce the teams. Uh, team one. Audrey. Hi. Demon, say your name. I'm Sterling. That's team three. Team four. And I'm Sadie. And that's team four. All right, on to the first question, because I don't want to wait. One company made Beauty and the Beast. I saw that hand go up first. Disney. That, that is correct. One point for team one. Who is the Beauty and the Beast? Sadie. Um, 
Bell and Beast. That's correct. Impeccable. Who is the MC of Beauty and the Beast? Audrey or Tina. Bell? Yeah, close enough, yes. One point. Alright. Who is the wannabe hero? Sterling. Uh that one ugly guy. <laughs> Uh, no, no, alright. Gaston. <laughs> yeah, right. Alright, where does the story take place? Paris, France. Um, y- sure, we'll go with that. Alright. Who is the beast really? Sterling. A guy. Yes. Yeah. We'll call it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now this is an opinion question. Who should have won at the end of the movie? Sterling. The candlestick. No. Sorry. Hey, it was opinion. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. It's my opinion, yeah, not okay. your opinion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's how this works. <laughs> All right. All right. Gaston. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? I know I know what I'm doing, alright? Alright. If the Empire Uh that's probably fine, right? Yeah, alright, okay, okay. If the Empire from Star Wars was to invade this world, who would win? Team three. The light side. No. Team four. The Empire. No. Oh. Team two. The yeah, us. No. <laughs> team one. The dark side. No. Team three. The droids. No. Team four. Silence. All right, you pass on that one. All right. All right. Um. Come on. Just guess. All right. Team three. The spaceships. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep. Uh, the rebels. That's correct. The rebels would have won. Well, no, no. All right, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now number nine. How would the movie change if the beast was 100 feet tall? Number three. He would not have been able to live in the castle, and people would have been much more afraid of him, so there might have not even been a movie. That is a good answer. Team 3 gets the point. Yeah. All right. Number 10. If the story took place in Russia, could the Beast become the leader of Russia? Team 1. No, people were too scared of him. They thought he was ugly and atrocious. No, no that's wrong. All right, Team 4. For those exact reasons, he would be a great leader of Russia. Exactly. That was my thoughts, exactly. All right, so team two, since I feel like you're pulling, you're not doing too good, we're going to give you this one, all right? Could the hero of the story survive the fall? Beauty and the Beast? Yes. I've seen that once. That was like three years ago. Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, now, I, we should clarify, who is the hero? 
No. Yes, not with Yes, not with he survived the fall. I don't know. Yes. Team two gets the point. Wow. Brilliant. All right. Now, uh, if he did, all right, well, you did say he did. How could would he stage his comeback? He would have killed the beast. That's true. He would have killed the beast. Mm -hmm. What is one character that you would like to include in the story, if you could? Number one. The motorcycle from Top Gun. Yeah. All right, we'll, we'll count it. All right, yeah, you know, that was like, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, yeah. Now, what is this motorcycle's impact on the story? Number three. The motorcycle has a personality. It is the story, okay? There's no story without the motorcycle. Since it's the motorcycle, that's correct. All right. If you can change the ending, how would you end it? Number three. What movie? Oh, oh, okay. Uh, I would have ended it, like, after the first five minutes because I don't necessarily like the movie. That's good. That's good. Yep. Uh, let's see. Which, which one am I on now? If you were in the story, how would it go? Number three. I would have raged and destroyed the castle. Interesting. You have such power? Wow. Brilliant. Alright, now here we're moving on to a different movie. What is it called? Tangled? I don't know. Is Rapunzel a good character? Number four. Depending on the part of the movie. We'll count it. All right. We'll count it. I feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Explain why Frozen is mediocre at best. Number one. Uh, it's... The soundtrack kind of sucks. It's like all this, like, maybe lame stuff. Um, part of it. All right. Number four. Anna's stupid and the trolls aren't in it enough. All right, we'll go with that. That sounds right. Yep. <laughs> All right, opinion. My opinion. Why did Disney... Why? How and why did Disney ruin Star Wars? Number three. I don't know. Number four. J.J. <laughs> Abrams. All right. Ooh. Let me hear this answer, and then number two. I have multiple answers. Um, it's because... They first introduced a bunch of characters, and they didn't have any character building, and the plots of the last three movies were terrible, yeah. and they ruined lightsabers. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yep, that seems right. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Ooh, all right, yeah, all right, now, 20, before the fun ones, all right. What if the antagonist in Beauty and the Beast had a land battleship? So we're talking about Gaston here. Gustav, Gustav, whatever his name is. Number three. Uh, so he would have defeated the beast and probably tried to take over the world. Yes, yes, yes. All right, 21. These are double points. Which country is Frozen based in? Number four. Norway. No. N number three. Antarctica. No. Number one. Uh, Prussia. No. Number three. Egypt. Number four. Is this an opinion question? Because it is Norway. No. Number two. <laughs> Siberia. 
Yeah, that's close enough. Wait, it's Russia. What? It's Russia. The answer okay, is Russia. Russia. Uh, I'm the I am the host here. All right, I decide what's right. All right, I'm the host. Uh, right. All right. Anyway. All right. What famous? Yeah. Yeah. It says Russia to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you spell it. All right. Now, on to number 22. What famous German political party did Walt Disney of Disney Studios support? Number three. I have no idea. Hmm. That's Well, we'll go with that one. Yeah. We'll give it to him. All right. Now the others want to answer. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Is Encanto pro witchcraft? Wait, what? Is Encanto pro witchcraft? Number one. Yes, because Disney's evil. They want to promote the liberal nonsense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll just, yeah. Yeah. How did Ant-Man defeat Thanos? Number three. He smashed his head in. Oh, I don't. Uh, I cannot recall. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right, no. No. No, no one? We got a lifeline. Colin, you're one on lifeline. I'll say it for team two. He exploded Thanos. From the inside. That is... Correct. Alright, on to the next one. An elf featuring Will Ferret. Farrell, Farrell. My bad. <laughs> I mean, uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. What race is the male. <laughs> my bad, my, my. We'll repeat that question. I can't read. An elf featuring Will Ferrell. Which. What race is the mall manager at Gimbal's? Number three. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, is this an appropriate question for this podcast? You can call on your lifeline. You can call on your lifeline. Okay, I, ca- I call on my lifeline. <laughs> uh, his race is African American. Wow. As you can see, very. I don't know. I think we should get rid of that. All right, number 26. I'm the host. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. right. In Shonen Jump's Naruto, which character gives Sasuke his first kiss? Number three. Georgina. No. Number four. Can I call my lifeline? Uh, yes. The answer is Naruto Uzumaki. <laughs> mm-hmm. As you can. <laughs> All right. Now for number twenty-seven. Where is Johnny from The Shining? Number three. What's The Shining? Number one. How? Number three. Texas. Oh, you know, 
one, <laughs> team one can still call in their lifeline. The answer is he is here. Here's Johnny. <laughs> All right. Number 28. In Avengers Endgame, who claims to be inevitable? Number four. Thanos. That is true. All right. Number 29. Which minion from Despicable Me becomes king? Number two. King Bob. That is correct. Now, number 30, which is worth... Five points. So wait, what's the just double? Uh oh. oh. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine for now. Okay, wait, what's what's the what's the current score? Uh, team one has four points. Team two has five. Oh. Team three has ten. Oh. Team four has seven. All right. So if one, four, one, one. So we make this one worth ten points. So this one is worth ten points. What is the family name of Charles, Delia, and Lind Lydia from Beetlejuice? Number three. Beetleson. No, no, wrong. Number three. Can I have a second lifeline? Uh, no. This is the... Uh, I, will give I will give everyone a hint. I have a hint. Uh, it is the... is a very famous brand of dried... <laughs> That's your hint. That is your hint now. All right. All right. Everyone has one chance. All right. Team one. Order. So, a brand of dried fruit? Trader Joe's. Wrong. All right. Number two. Can we, can we go to a different question? Can we? No. All right. Team three. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> number three. Go. Cheerios. No. Number four. A very famous brand of roasted nuts. Team four. Are you referring to I know it. That is correct. Number team four has got it. Deets. Charles, Lydia, and Dila Deets. Mm-hmm. And that concludes the uh, show with, uh, what are these score? All right, okay, the score. The final scores are team one with four points, team two with five points, team three with 10 points, and team four with 17 points. Congratulations, team four, you've won nothing. <laughs> and that is the end of the show. Goodbye. What's up, Sterling Soldiers? Because we were using sketchy online games in our last segment, where we did Mad Libs, we're going to do that again with the Magic 8-Ball. Does the Magic 8-Ball actually know what it's saying? I don't know. Let's see. Magic 8-Ball, do my parents love me? Cannot predict now. Mmm, interesting. Magic 8-Ball, did I fail my math quiz? Very doubtful. That's that's surprising. 
Magic 8-Ball, will my mom actually deposit my paycheck today? It is decidedly so. I'm on a roll. I think the Magic 8-Ball likes me. And for our last question, I'm going to ask a big, serious one. Will Sean show up to class for more than 20 minutes? Cannot predict now. <laughs> Let's do it some more. <laughs> it's decided. We're doing some more. Magic 8-Ball, do you actually know what you're talking about, or are you just lying to me? Lying to my face? certainly. <laughs>